I want us to end where I think rights begin, and that's with the body. Women's equality before the law is basics. Uh, we are not there yet. Please be beside women of Afghanistan. We want to be part of the peace process. That is not just grassroots women organizing because they have nothing to do. It's about the peace of their community, it's about the future of their society, and it's about the well-being of our world. These are the voices of women at the 63rd United Nations Commission on the Status of Women in New York in March of 2019. Women who came together for 10 days of discussions about war, gender equality, what they've done to address these issues and what we need to do in the future. Welcome to Letter of Introduction, the podcast that takes you on a service traveller's journey into the lives and homes of people you'd never otherwise meet. My name is Lauren Gordon and today, having not so long since come back from CSW 63, I wanted to talk to you about service as a peace organisation. A lot of people's experience of Servas and what people know about Servas is travelling and hosting peace through hospitality. But there's this whole other activist element. Did you know, for example, that the UN placed Servas International on its roster of consultative NGOs in 1973? Or that when the organisation was formed after the Second World War, it was until 1952 known as Peace Builders? This organisation was uh, founded uh, by uh, Peace Builders. People who believed uh, they, they had a mission uh, in life and to make uh, this world a, a better world. And uh, in fact, hospitality uh, was not a goal. Uh, hospitality was um, a tool or a mean uh, to um, uh, obtain uh, that, uh, that peace in the world. So I think more, uh, my mission is uh, to, to promote uh, this aspect in service. Mm. And I think it is very important because at this, uh, at this stage of the development of, of the organization, for me, a lot of people maybe have uh, forgotten uh, what are our uh, founding uh, values, mm. uh, what make us uh, specific compared to other networks. That was Danielle Serres, the former Servas International Peace Secretary. I spoke to Danielle in 2018 about her role and about the type of peace activities that Servas has been involved with. But what exactly is Danielle talking about when she's talking about those founding values? The fundamental principle of Servas International is the belief in the dignity and worth of the human person and in the equal rights of all human beings as a foundation for a more peaceful world. The aim of the networking is to create conditions for exchange of ideas, experiences and knowledge that promote tolerance and understanding between the peoples of the world. The overarching and long-term vision of Service International is a more peaceful world and the mission is to contribute to the progress towards this goal. Thank you, Aslahan from Turkey, for reading to us from the most recently emitted edition of the Servas International Statutes. Of course, the statutes also talk about the lives of members being enriched when we meet and share, which is what a lot of us think about when we think about Servas, as I mentioned before. But in this episode, I wanted to take the advice of Danielle and refocus on Servas's specifically peace-related work, and specifically specifically its work within the United Nations. Where do we fit and what do we do in that particular diplomatic puzzle? 
I'm Paige Lacombe, and I'm the Servas International Peace Secretary. If you're not already up to date, Paige is our current Peace Secretary. She took over from Danielle in 2018. And um, I've lost my voice a little bit, but I'm really excited because I just came back from a week at the United Nations um, attending the Commission for the Status of Women. If you look at how the United Nations is formed, there's six main bodies and ECOSOC, which stands for Economic and Social Council, that is one of the main six bodies, and we're part of ECOSOC. It has 15 agencies, and those 15 agencies are things like UNESCO and WHO, and then we have eight functional commissions, and that's where I attended the CSW. We are part of the NGOs. There's three areas of NGOs. Servos is in roster, and there's 973 NGOs with this particular status. You got that? It means that we can occasionally read a statement on behalf of our Servos members, uh, whether it has to do with um, empowerment for women or human rights issues. And it means more generally that we can attend. We're invited to the table. We can take part in discussions at UN meetings and have our say on issues of importance to Servas. Consult. Because Servas is really made up of, I think it is more than 170 nations, we have a voice that needs to be heard. 130 nations, that is. Well, there was in 2017, and yeah, there's definitely a voice to be heard. And the consultative status creates opportunities for the hearings of voices as it allows us to be active at the premises of the United Nations. Danielle again. We have a representative in three venues in New York, Vienna and uh, Geneva. Uh, Last year we did a lot and we were, uh, for Geneva we were five people. Mm -hmm. In New York also there were uh, five people. They had three to four people in Vienna, so it was a beautiful year for Mm us. I spoke to one of the US representatives at the UN in a busy cafe just down the road from the United Nations building in New York. Hi everyone, I'm Erlene Cruz, and I'm an NGO youth representative on behalf of U.S. Servas. Just to confuse matters, U.S. Servas has its own separate consultative status under the banner of the Department of Global Communications, fortunately. But I'd like to extend that to Servas International because I really see U.S. Servas as a part of Servas International and the greater community, so it's really an honor to be here and to speak with you about our learnings um, throughout CSW, which is a month, an entire month dedicated to women here at the UN. At the UN, there are many opportunities for NGOs to engage directly with the UN. Uh, The Department of Global Communications is one of those uh, agencies within the UN that houses U.S. Servas. Uh, ECOSOC uh, is another agency that houses Servas International. And as a part of that, um, NGOs can sort of participate in briefings that are organized by the Department of Global Communications as observers, but they can also be participants who are actively helping to produce these briefings, um, who are providing statements or speakers um, at these briefings and events. In fact, NGOs can play a very important role in UN work. Uh, I've been to the CSW for 21 years. That's a delegate from the Danish mission to CSW, pointing out the importance of NGOs in preparation and implementation of outcomes that come out of meetings like CSW. NGOs have been crucial for me as a negotiator. Similarly, the Australian government recognises NGO input in its inclusion of NGOs as part of the official delegation to the Commission, 
There are broad consultations done prior to large meetings like CSW and also during official negotiations. The audio is not great, but basically what she's saying is that the Australian delegation goes to some lengths to make sure that civil society has input into their preparation and decision-making. So NGOs can make a difference to the goals being set at big international meetings. Someone who's done quite a lot of this work is Danielle, who you heard from before. Danielle's based in Geneva. Geneva is where the Council of Human Rights is, so that's a place to meet a lot of uh, NGOs from uh, all over the, the world. Mm. So there, of course, we have contacts with such NGOs. We try to promote uh, service uh, w- uh, with them. We sometimes organize a specific events on, on specific topics mm-hmm. uh, about uh, human rights. We have been uh, uh, organizing so far at least three or four on the last uh, few years yeah. uh, on such uh, topics as uh, migration, discrimination, um, refugees, uh, women's rights. Women's rights continue to be an issue of concern to Servas, and it was because of this that a delegation was sent to CSW 63. We were a group of five Servas women attending that session, led by Paige, the Peace Secretary, and including Riley and Arlene, youth members from US Servas, Zara from Iran, and myself from Australia. Fidel, a Servas member from Rwanda, was also there, but as part of his country delegation. He may have even let us sneak into the delegates' lounge. Shh, don't tell anyone. The commission ran for 10 days, sessions from 8.15 in the morning until around 7.30 at night, probably four or five running simultaneously, a vast spectrum of panel discussions and presentations about issues affecting women across the globe. There were people everywhere. It was packed and colourful. And it all started with singing. The first event that we went to was amazing. It was, I think, 700 people, but it felt small and intimate. When I got there, you know, I expected something very formal, and it was very formal. Everyone was dressed beautifully from countries all over the world, and the most colorful outfits from different nations and cultures. We were waiting for the general secretary to arrive. There was a call for songs of protest, and next thing we knew, one country was standing up and singing, and then another country was standing up and singing, and they were all singing in different languages. We were in the midst of real movers and shakers, people who were at their own countries fighting wars, promoting peace, looking for gender equality, seeking to solve human rights violations. Walking up to the building, it's quite grandiose. Um, You know, you're in New York, so you're surrounded by all these tall buildings, and then the UN is right on the water, so you kind of come down the hill, and Mm. it's surrounded by rows of flags, and the building itself is silver and rises up. It's a pleasure to to be talking to you on this very important uh, issue. Thanks. Other than that, I went to a really interesting session on how important it is to support women in unpaid work and particularly like what does it mean for a society to have um, maternal leave. I was just at a session this morning that was discussing the right of women to telecommute to work.
I uh, attend in many side events. For example, in session of women, uh, peace and power, we watch stories from uh, peacemaker women from North Island, Afghanistan and Liberia. And uh, it was very interesting for me how women are powerful in uh, make a peace. So when it came to the Women's Coalition, you can imagine I was at that first meeting. We were going to have women at the peace talks. Our work in Liberia was a typical example of there's no way you can bring peace to any community if you do not involve each and every one. We now need to create a pressure group at global level so that we can push this down and stop this business of wars because this has happened over and over from Africa to Asia to Middle East it has spared no country. I was told that there's about 4,000 um, representatives from NGOs here, not counting delegates. According to one source, there were nearly 2,000 member state delegates and 86 ministers who attended CSW, alongside the 5,000 representatives from civil society organisations from around the world. And besides having access to the stories and experiences of women through formal presentations, a lot of what is valuable about a meeting like CSW is the connections you make. The people that you meet just by being there. My name is Wanneka Okolo. I am from Nigeria. I'm a lawyer I'm from Nigeria. Yes, and my organisation is Catholic Women Organisation Nigeria. My name is Beverly Turner, and I'm from Pacific Women's Watch New Zealand. Also, as a side note, I understand that you know Serva. <laughs> yes, my husband and I, well, as a family with a daughter, aged 10, I suppose for about seven years, we were very active as hosts. We met some terrific people. I had a good conversation with the founder and this NGO and uh, I asked her to give me uh, opportunity to tell about the story of uh, young women in Iran. Yeah, well, um, probably the most important connections I've made have been with other people within my NGO, which is Servas. So I've met you from Australia. (laughs) Also, our friend Zara from Iran. Um, That's a really cool connection for me. If you haven't worked it out, the last two voices that you heard were Riley and Zara, who are part of the Servas team. And yeah, of course, this was a really great opportunity to meet and spend time with other Servas members. It was also, of course, an opportunity to think about how Servas promotes women. The belief in the dignity and worth of the human person and in the equal rights of all human beings as a foundation. For women who can't easily or affordably travel from their countries, Servas provides a community of hosts and homes. With hosts vetted and interviewed, Servas provides a safe place for solo women travellers or families to stay. Off the beaten track, even. On a broader level, the infrastructure and influence of an international organisation with branches across the world supports women in their travels. Official events and invitation letters can smooth visa application processes in a world of ever tighter border control. There was a lot of uncertainty, for example, as to whether Zara, who's from Iran, could get a visa to the United States. And it was as part of Servas that she was able to come able to have her voice heard at the commission and be part of that greater discussion, part of the piecework of service on an international level. 
I think service is an NGO uh, for make peace and connection between people. And this conference is about uh, women and uh, women, I think, uh, are the most peacemaker in the world and they can make peace and connection easily better than men. Mm -hmm. And service can uh, give this opportunity uh, to uh, women to travel all around the world uh, and uh, to and know each other. CSW was a chance for those of us lucky enough to be there to connect, share ideas and to work towards, to quote a statute, equal rights for all human beings and being the first CSW with service attendees to think about our public face and how in the future we can allow more service wonder women from across our global network a voice. Of course, CSW was only one of many meetings and efforts made by our Service UN representatives, and indeed, work at the UN is only one part of the peace work done worldwide. But if I was to give a summary, for the many members and not yet members who see Service as a way to meet and share and host and travel, well, of course, it is those things still. But there's more. And this has been a small window into that something else, a window showing some part of the work that continues in an organisation formed just about 70 years ago, an organisation originally called Peace Builders. Music used in this podcast is Double Bass by Aquavitae under a music standard license. Thanks to all the people who participated in the making of this episode, and thank you for listening. See you next time.